This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.13. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Lynn. And it's time for Popi Popi Parliament, where we bring you updates from the Day One Riot. So first up, a discussion on the issue of labour shortage in the country. Batukawan MP Chao Konyao wanted to know about the ongoing negotiations happening with countries supplying labour to Malaysia. Deputy Minister of Human Resources Mustafa Sakmut um, explained that in terms of recruitment and the employment of foreign workers, the government had established cooperation through MOUs with 10 countries. Now, uh, it's worth saying that only eight of those MOUs are currently still in force. Uh, these are with Indonesia, Bangladesh, Pakistan, China, Thailand, Nepal, Vietnam and Cambodia. He said also that our MOUs with India and Sri Lanka have actually expired and that the government is working on finalising a new MOU with India, which is expected to be signed before the end of the first quarter this year. Now, answering the question of um, the expected number of workers, Mustafa said that a total of 995,356 workers had been approved for recruitment. And out of that amount, as many as 84.7% had already been paid by the employer. Uh, He explained that employers would be given a period of 18 months to bring the worker into the country after paying the levy. Untuk makluman ahli-ahli yang berhormat, sehingga 14 Mac 2023, sebanyak 900,995,396 kota pekerja asing telah diluluskan oleh Kementerian Sumber Manusia. Daripada jumlah ini, sebanyak 84.7% kota pekerja asing telah pun dibayar levy oleh pihak majikan. Seterusnya, pihak majikan diberi tempoh masa sehingga 18 bulan bagi maksud urusan membawa masuk pekerja asing ke Malaysia selepas membuat pembayaran levy. Pertimbangan ini diberikan bagi membantu pihak majikan untuk menguruskan kemasukan pekerja asing dalam tempoh yang mencukupi. Batukawan MP then brought up some complaints that were received even after the ministry had approved the quotas. So issues like employers backtracking, asking for the quota to be reduced, uh, also incidents where employers failed to show up at the airport when workers arrive. The Deputy Minister said that when it comes to cases like this, the ministry has decided to first postpone the employment and to ensure the employers uh, bring in the workers first. Uh, kita telah, uh, cabinet uh, telah memutuskan bahwa Kita tangguhkan dulu. Ini immediate solution dengan izin. Kita tangguhkan dulu kelulusan penggajian asing ini dan kita mahu supaya majikan yang kita telah luluskan itu bawa masuk dulu dan kita lihat lepas itu. Kalau tidak akan berlaku kebanjiran satu, yang keduanya proses kelulusan kota itu yang kita luluskan tidak menepati keperluan sebenar oleh industri. Jadi itu yang immediate solution lah. Jadi kita harap itu akan dapat mengurangkan masalah-masalah yang disebutkan oleh yang berhormat Batu Kawan tadi. Sekian terima kasih. So Alusta MP Afnan Hamimi Taib Azamuddin then brought up the living situation of our foreign workers, uh, which he said was very poor. And he asked what policies the government had to ensure that our workers were living in comfortable housing. So the Deputy Minister agreed, saying that he had seen this with his own eyes on his visits to factories in Klang, for instance, noting that the places these workers were put in were small, generally unsafe. And he went on to say that employers are supposed to adhere to the Housing, Accommodation and Employee Facilities Act when it comes to this. Uh, yeah, ini sebenarnya yang berlaku di banyak tempat. Uh, 
Saya sendiri dan juga YB Menteri telah membuat serbuan di tiga kilang di kawasan Kelang dua bulan lepas. Dan memang kita dapati tempat kediaman memang agak, memang bukan agak lagi amat dive sekali. Dan dengan kawasan yang sempit dan memang aspek keselamatan memang tidak ada langsung. Jadi kita sebenarnya kerajaan ada akta dipanggil akta penginapan akta 446 yang ini sepatutnya di mesti di uh, ikuti oleh majikan kita jika ini tidak di, diikuti kita akan keluarkan notis notis saman dan juga uh, meminta uh, pen, uh, apa ni penerangan uh, daripada majikan supaya uh, jangan mengulangi masalah tersebut dan juga Uh, kita akan dakwah jika mereka masih meneruskan. Memang itu dia khusus untuk itu ialah Akta 446 penginapan pekerja. Okay, sekian terima kasih. That was Deputy Minister of Human Resources Mustafa Sakmud um, speaking about the well-being of our migrant workers, particularly when it comes to accommodation. Um, We'd like to hear from you. Do you think enough is being done to safeguard the well-being of migrant workers in this country? What other, uh, what else do you think would help? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note, or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Now moving on to the issue of people not paying rent. Kepung MP Lim Lip Ng wanted to know whether a law was needed to protect property owners in these situations, suggesting that a new act be drafted to give property owners the rights to evict tenants who refuse to pay rent or who enter rental premises without a court order. So Deputy Minister of Local Government Development Akmal Nasrullah Mohamad Nasir began his response by saying that we don't actually have any laws to address this problem. So if this issue crops up, people involved would be forced to resolve it by referring to the contract drawn up by the property owner and the renter. Uh, he also brought up previous cases which had made use of other provisions within the law to resolve issues. Memang tiada undang-undang specific yang mengawal selia permasalahan dalam sektor sewaan kediaman. Ketika ini, kalau ada berlaku masalah, mereka terpaksa merujuk kepada perjanjian yang ditandatangani antara penyewa dan juga pemilik. Kalau ikut rekod yang kita ada, mungkin melibatkan hingga tujuh akta. Kalau saya boleh contohnya, bila berlaku pertikaian, terpaksa guna akta undang-undang sivil, akta kontrak, akta distress, He then said that the ministry was drafting the Residential Tenancies Bill, which would regulate the relationship between residential owners and tenants. And this is going to be presented to the day one next year. The deputy ministers, uh, the deputy minister, explains what the bill would involve uh, in this clip you're about to hear. Antara perkara-perkara yang terkandung dalam RUU Sewaan Kediaman ini yang kita sedang. Uh, draft ini adalah berkaitan perjanjian sewaan kediaman, tanggungjawab penyewa dan pemilik kediaman serta tindakan penguatkuasaan. Bagi isu yang dibangkitkan oleh Ali Yang Berhormat, agak spesifik cadangan beliau, perkara ini telah turut diambil kira semasa pengubalan RUU sewaan kediaman ini. Berdasarkan kepada RUU yang dicadangkan, perkara yang dibangkitkan boleh diambil tindakan sewajarnya melalui proses dan prosedur yang kita akan gariskan. Selain itu, RUU ini turut menyediakan prosedur tindakan serta mekanisme penyelesaian 
sekiranya wujud sebarang pertikaian dalam urusan sewaan kediaman ini. InsyaAllah untuk makluman Ali yang berhormat, RUU ini dijangka akan dibentangkan di Parlimen pada tahun hadapan. Sekian, terima kasih. You just heard Deputy Minister of Local Government Development, Akmal Nasrullah Muhammad Nasir. Uh, what do you think? What would you like to see this bill prioritise? And have you had any issues either as a property owner or as somebody who's renting? Uh, you can share your experiences by calling 7733-2900, send a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. Next up, a discussion on end-life vehicles or ELVs. Hululangat MP Mohamad Sani Hamzan wanted to know how the government was managing the disposal of these old vehicles while maintaining environmental sustainability. So the Deputy Minister, Datuk Hasbi Habibola, first explained the process for the disposal of these old vehicles, saying that in order to support this, the government had had held several discussions aimed to smoothen the process and one of the things that they're doing was improving the deregistration process. Di Malaysia terdapat di negara kita terdapat dua kaedah bagi pelupusan kenderaan usang iaitu sama ada melalui pelupusan kenderaan secara sukarela ataupun pelupusan kenderaan melalui suatu perintah mahkamah. Keadaan kaedah pelupusan secara sukarela sedia ada memerlukan pemilik kenderaan motor berdaftar untuk hadir ke kaunter JPJ berhampiran bagi proses pembatalan pendaftaran tersebut. Manakala pelupusan melalui suatu perintah mahkamah pula memakan masa. Susulan proses pembuktian di mahkamah. Jadi bagi menyokong usaha ini, Kementerian telah mengadakan beberapa sesi libat urus bersama KPKT dan Persatuan Kerajaan Tempatan untuk mendapatkan pandangan dan maklum, memaklumkan usaha yang boleh dijalinkan antara kementerian dan agensi bagi memudahkan, bagi mempermudahkan lagi urusan pelupusan kenderaan. Kementerian Pengangkutan dan agensinya JPJ Senantiasa menyokong semua usaha yang sedang dilaksanakan oleh pihak PBT termasuk membangunkan kaedah bagi memudahkan proses deregistration ataupun nyah daftar kenderaan motor secara atas talian bagi memudahkan pemilik melupuskan kenderaan tersebut di pusat pelupusan kenderaan yang diiktiraf. That was Deputy Transport Minister Datuk Hasbi Habibola. Um, are you an owner of an old car? How did you manage it? How did you dispose of it? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Now, before we wrap up, let's talk about the commotion that happened during the debate session today, which began when Kota Baru MP Datuk Sri Takyudin Hassan questioned the government's decision to table two bills containing texts in English without Malay translations available. The two bills he was referring to were the Criminal Procedure Code Bill 2023 and the Penal Code Bill 2023, both focused on the crime of stalking. Here's a little bit of Takyudin arguing his point. Dua rang undang-undang, itu DR5, iaitu uh, akta uh, pindaan kepada kanun keseksaan pindaan 2023 dan pindaan kepada akta kanun tatacara jenayah 2023 hanya memasukkan cadangan peruntukan dalam bahasa Inggeris sahaja dalam bahasa Inggeris sahaja ini jelas 
dua ni. Saya ingin menarik perhatian yang uh, Dewan yang mulia ini bahawa ini adalah Dewan Rakyat. Ahli-ahli Parlimen berbahas untuk diikuti sama oleh rakyat di luar sana. Saya ambil contoh DR5 ni. Ibu Menteri ada di sini. Cadangan pindaan memasukkan satu peruntukan baru di dalam kanun kesiasaan. Iaitu Seksyen 507 Kapitel A, Stalking. Apa dia stalking ni? Apa stalking ni? Terjemahan pun tak ada. Mengintai, mengendap, skodeng. Yang mana satu ni? Yang mana satu ni? Jadi, bagi saya, amalan, kalaupun tidak menjadi peraturan di dalam standing order, amalan kita di Parlimen ini, kita mempunyai dua bahasa paling kurang. Kalau tidak, bahasa Malaysia saja. Dan saya ingin merujuk kepada uh, peraturan mesyuarat 8 uh, Tuan Ibtua yang berbunyi muka surat 9 dalam standing order ini bahasa rasmi majlis adalah bahasa Malaysia tetapi Tuan Yang Dipertua boleh membenarkan penggunaan bahasa Inggeris Jadi... You just heard Kota Baru MP Datuk Sri Takyudin Hassan and then Deputy Speaker Datuk Ramli Mohamad Noor explained that there were no existing provisions that say all bills have to have a Malay translation. But of course, Basut MP Datuk Che Mohamad Zulkifli Juso then interjected to say that the issue now is not over the lack of BM, but whether this meant the two bills would only exist in English. Here he is. Masalahnya sekarang, kalau kita tengok kepada peruntukan, okay. kalau di atas tu, ya, section tu, Stalking 507A Semua dalam bahasa Inggeris Tapi dalam huraian Disebut Kataan mengendap Yang sebenarnya mana Mana yang dia nak tujukan ni Mengendap stalking ke Mengendap tu atau kemana apa Ini yang masalah kita Itu Yang berhormat uh, besut saya Mengintai pun boleh Skoding pun boleh Yang, ber, yang berhormat besut Saya harap yang berhormat besut Faham apa yang saya cakap tadi Saya faham Okey Tapi dah saya faham? juga nak bagi faham bahawa dah. kita nak membincangkan kita yang meluluskan undang-undang. Nak kita faham. sebagai lawmaker, pembuat undang-undang. Yang berhormat, kalau yang berhormat faham, yang berhormat tak bangkitkan perkara tersebut. Ya? Kerana no, saya... saya telah jelaskan, selagi... Saya rasa se... speaker dan lain-lain tak faham. Yang berhormat... Ini maksud saya. Yang berhormat... So, Deputy Law Minister Ram Karpal Singh then clarified that the reason the bill is only in English is that the authoritative text for both the Penal Code and the Criminal Procedure Code bill are in English. Now, as you'd expect, the Basut MP was not satisfied with this and stood up to argue his point despite being called by the Deputy Speaker to sit down three times. And at that point, uh, the Deputy Speaker ordered for his removal from the day one. Dudo! Bentara! Arahan speaker, arahan speaker. Tiga hari. Selesai kan? Selamat bercuti. Selamat bercuti. Besut. Besut dah duduk tadi. Dah duduk. Saya, saya duduk telah buat keputusan. Saya telah bagi. Keputusan dibuat selepas saya duduk. Dia dah duduk dah tu. Macam mana ni? Yang berhormat. Saya dah duduk dah. Kenapa keputusan selepas? Sepatut keputusan semasa saya, saya berdiri. Saya telah buat keputusan dan saya telah biar amaran tiga kali. Yang saya dah duduk Semua pun. Saya dah duduk dah. Yang berhormat, saya duduk. Saya duduk. Bentara, jalankan tugas. 
You just heard their Deputy Speaker, Datuk Ramli Mohamad Noor, and a couple of other MPs on that rather strident note that is the end of today's Popipopi Parliament. Just to recap the things that we talked about, um, better protection for our migrant workers, including um, how they are treated, where they are housed, um, as well as the issue of people not paying rent and what we want to see in the Residential Tenancies Bill, um, as well as the management of disposal for end-life vehicles. If you'd like to weigh in, you can call us, you can send us a voice note, you can WhatsApp us, you can tweet us, and keep it here, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.